Last time on Geek Force, Nickelodeon is bringing back the amazing Rugrats. Ray Marr talk about Last of Us Part 2 and why you should buy it and not believe any of the hype. And also, we talk about more amazing things on TV and video games. But check out what's happening now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. Uh, here today, is, as always, is Emi, Ray, and Marlon. Welcome, you guys. Happy Monday. Start of a brand new week to geek out. How are y'all? Real good, you know? Just <laughs> right now, I'm currently using, you know, uh, fake spam in the, in the mail for toilet paper. But, you know, we're just, we're surviving, you know? Where did that even come from? Because we're rationing TP. We're still in the quarantine times. So are you living in the world of Last of Us or are you living in our world? First of all, there's too much TP in Last of Us to be the oh, real end of us. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Okay, so Marlon's feeling fine and great, oh, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, so back again not too much geeking out on my end mostly just gaming but i mean a lot i feel like a lot of good stuff is coming out in the next weekend or so with uh hamilton and stuff so it's been a good it's been an interesting week in gaming though for sure so 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 good in gaming right now um but we'll get to (laughs) that we'll get what? Trump, who got banned from Twitch. Oh, yeah, that happened. That was, yeah. that didn't, didn't Dr. Disrespect get banned off yes, of this week randomly, too? Like, there was, like, some weird Reddit. stuff going on. They haven't reported why, why his was banned, though. So, and the, he, he had yeah. also Speech. talked about it. Yeah. Wasn't he being racist? No, yeah. I want to... Those were in I, private I, I, videos, but they're like... Why now is the one question? Yeah, was it was asking. it was really random. He got he got caught doing something, and they tried to they tried to let him go. That's that's my oh. guess. And like he got in trouble. He got in big enough trouble. He was huge. Doctor Doctor Disrespect, my like was he 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 was one of the bigger Twitch person, and he got completely out of the blue banned off of their entire platform. Something oh. happened. Yeah, it had to be There's real this, big. They didn't say why or how. No. Oh. They said so they dealt with it privately, and, and they can and they can do that because like it's a private company. Like, yeah. so I think as long if if something came out that he if something came out that he did something criminal, and they didn't report it, then we would maybe find out. But, but maybe it maybe like it wasn't. Maybe if it was. Yeah, if it was yeah. just a civil issue, sexual harassment or something like that, where like mm-hmm. they just settled it there and just kind of let it go, it, I don't, like I don't think we will ever find out mm-hmm. till someone yeah. writes a memoir. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be because because Cat and uh, I don't I don't think it's anything like racial because or anything like because he's he's done it before, so it have to be something that like he's done for the first time. But they're like, okay, we can't let this one side so. because oh, he and a few other people have done like a lot of like racially insensitive things and they've just kept going. So it, it, it would have to be something like that. Just, oh, this is your first time doing it. It's also, we can't have this getting out. And like Raven said, if it's private, that means they're like, you know what? We're just going to turn the other way, but we'd like you to leave and just not be sure. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We know what that means. Uh, we will. Yada, yada. Yeah. No, I, which kind of gets us close to a topic today, but that's on, that's on cat. 
Right. I mean, I was thinking of other stuff because not only people on Twitch are getting banned, but people on YouTube. But I'm never going to talk about that because that's a whole nother maybe margin call episode. But yeah, that that happened. But hey, I'm glad this is happening. People are basically purging entertainment, which I fully support because why why support people who are doing the wrong things, especially getting paid for it. We should be getting paid. We're generally good people, like talented. But you That's know, different. Sony, you want to sponsor us? Please, Sony. At Quest <laughs> I know. Sony, we talk about you every week. We love you so much. Just saying. PS Five. Yeah. PS Five. We are pretty but, big uh, Sony fanboys. Now that I go back into our history. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing our our due diligence. No one must be Xbox fans that listen to us. Uh, We had that one guy who's always just like, no, you're wrong. Sony's not that great. (laughs) At this point, PS5 person beating up an Xbox Series person, so I can't say anything. If you don't like me, it's fine. Yeah, Yeah, that was me. I was like, they're getting getting hands on the internet. The internet is just sort of serving them. Like they're doing that. Okay, so let's get into our hot topics. So we kind of discussed on some, you know, people being canceled. I hate that word, but that's what you young people like canceled over the weekend. Um, last week, a lot of people kind of came out and talked about. Well, like okay, let's start with Anthony Mackie. He came out to say how. Uh, for example, like Black Panther, wonderful movie, great movie, how most of the crew was black, which was great. But it's almost like Marvel is racist themselves or companies are racist themselves because why, when it comes to be like a black movie, they are hiring, you know, black crew people, which looks great publicly. But then outside of that, why, why can't they be hired for anything else? It's not about, you know, kind of like a PR thing. It's it's about skill and, and know-how. We kind of went over that when it came to, you know, executive or companies coming out saying, oh, we have this many black and brown people working for our company and da-da-da. So it kind of made people think like, yeah, Anthony's kind of right in saying like outside of movies that usually have like black or people of color working in movies specifically about their culture, why can't they be hired for anything? Because I mean, we got work, we got bills, we can do anything, you know? So um, people were like agreeing. Some people were just like, I don't know what he's talking about. Some people were just like, he's wrong. What are you guys' thoughts on that? He's correct. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There needs to be more brown people in all of the shooting uh, in Hollywood, period. Um, And um, uh, make that for everybody at that point. Um, The... I was just having this conversation and you wrapped it up with the comments uh, uh, where like, I think, I think we're at the state where I see the world at this point as there's a percentage of people that are still racist. There's a percentage, there's the equal amount of percentage of, of we're talking white people, unfortunately here in this conversation, I'm sorry, just warning. But uh, so a percentage of white people that are racist, a percentage of, of the people that are um, like anti-racist, 
like I'll give it to some of them. Like some of them are down and they are ready to support and they they push all the right ideas and they are just normal and they treat everyone with equality. Um, I actually think those populations are exactly the same. And then I think everyone else in the middle that is neither of those two things just doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And so that's in your comments sum that up basically of like <laughs> he's right, he's wrong, and what's happening? <laughs> like it's just kind of how the world works right now so right. Uh, i hope people listen to what he's saying because he's right there should be more yeah part i think folks are missing in the comparison of like black panther versus other films is like what he's explaining is that they were able to find all these black uh cameramen uh black sound directors uh black uh audio record they're able to find this entire like mostly black onset and offset crew for this for this film why is it that they they knew where to find these people for this one movie they did it but I've they, never, i'm oh. sure it was like a it was like a crazy like yo 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 it was a bunch of texts that people like hey I'm, <laughs> I'm filming this movie i i can get i can make this a whole black cast who tell me who who to hire and like and it was just like a lot of names being thrown around the people that they have worked with it's a very small community i'm sure i know oh, yeah. from talking to my friend that there's not very few that he sees up here in the bay he's one of the few in the entire bay that gets that is on some of these shoots so like they exist but there's just not many um why is that Uh, why is it they're never sought out except except for like either through the grapevine um basically like they were they were able to cast they were able to write these checks and credit these people for this film for this film because of it's like very zeroed in topic of like black panther and it's like you sign those checks, you see those people, you could definitely disperse them out or hire them for other films. But it's it's just like selective hiring works both ways. Like they're selecting this like one group of people and like, cool, like we're going to go do other stuff and we're just going to completely forget all of them and select different people that we feel like are going to do better at this job because they're white. And these amazing, this amazing black crew that did Black Panther just has to like hope and pray that their friend of a friend gets on a, a, a set and like is allowed to like, send their friends sample work over to get them hired because they're not being sought out. Exactly. And so, I mean, I know for my, my history and working in the industry, when I lived in New York, it was very hard. You know, it was, it was a mostly white male uh, industry. And so it was like, it didn't matter what I did. Um, They saw me. That's cute. You go do that. This dude who just, you know, is still in school, he's going to do everything. And I'd be like, and so for him, it it almost was kind of like they had a list and then they just kept track of people and to hire for like another shoot, you know, obviously I didn't kind of get on that list, but I mean, it, it's, it's, it's as simple as that, you know, and and it kind of it kind of reminds me of I know we talked about the I take responsibility video, but it kind of goes back to that where something as little as that where there those are the people I call the what Ray said those people in the middle that don't know what's going on they don't recognize little things like that can hold back a whole a whole thing you know and so i am glad that we're having these conversations and discussions especially during this time where we are especially in that group of people right and so um but again this falls back on companies doing the right thing not 
just for show, but mm-hmm. Like morally, you want to have a company where you have people of everything so that if you're putting out content or if you need certain people, they're going to be on it. They're going to be the ones that know the most because that is part of, you know, their identity. That's what they grew up in. They're going to have the most say on it. And, you know, I I just don't understand why, why, why can't you just take a chance on that? It's like... No, we got to do how things were ever since the beginning of time. And it's like, you don't have to. Do, who said that? You know, so <laughs> I am glad that we're taking that? those little tiny steps. Uh, celebrities, I will say the smart celebrities are, you know, throwing it out there to the right media people so that, you know, we're seeing it. We're hearing it. People are learning, learning. People are making nice gestures also. Right. Nice gesture. So it's not all bad. I mean, of course, you know, being a black person, you're like, great, but arrest some cops, you know, but at the same time, yes, we are acknowledging all these steps because within a year from now, we might see a whole type of thing going on on our entertainment stuff. So I am hopeful for that. But this kind of also goes with um, uh, what I'm saying with kind of like what Anthony said, and with the businesses, well, maybe I should go here, because there's like two things. So, Anthony said that. On top of what happened last week, uh, a lot of voice actors, so when it comes to voice acting, uh, it's kind of, I don't know too much about it, but I do know, especially in American voice acting, uh, it's all about uh, who has the better resume or who knows who. It's almost kind of like word of mouth, kind of like what Ray said, because like our shows like Big Mouth, you know, Jenny Slate voices Missy, who is a, a she's a black girl, but she's half Jewish too. So I think that's why Jenny Slate said she felt close to that character. But I mean, I think what I'm just trying to say is that she and the people who created the show felt like she should step down because she felt like people who like uh, basically a black woman should voice Missy because she is black, which I think is very smart. And I, I do appreciate the gesture and I really hope that make people like look towards when it comes to like characters. Cause I was like, even like, I don't know if it's true, but they said, you know, Mike Henry that does the voice of Cleveland. I don't know if he stepped down. I saw something on Twitter. Was it okay? So it was true. It wasn't like Mm -hmm. a, like a joke. So he actually stepped down for Cleveland. That was my thing. Yeah, because, like, ever since I saw Family Guy, I was like, why couldn't they just hire a black dude? Because for the Cleveland show, like, the whole cast is black but him. Because he was the same character? Because that was his character? Right, but still, I'm just... Why was he that way in the first place? Right, like... Just, just things like that, where I'm just like, who was in the room to say that? But so, okay, let me get to the main part. But so there are voice actors stepping down because they feel like uh, being uh, like a white person, they feel like we should do more representation and having black and people of color voice the characters that are like, if they were Asian, they need to have an Asian voice actor or if they were black. So I was like, okay, cool. Kristen Bell stepped down for her character in Central Park, which I still have not seen. But is it out I, yet? I don't think it's, it's on. I think it's on Apple TV. Yeah, but um, I don't think it's out out yet. It's not out out yet. So they could mm-hmm. actually like redo her lines. I'll check. I'll check. I I didn't even know she was voicing a black girl. That's wild to me. But okay. Um. So they're stepping down, and I'm like, 
cool, cool. That's kind of going with kind of like what Anthony's saying about, you know, y'all can make the effort in doing that. Oh, and so, it's, out, it's out as of uh, right now, today. Well, there we go. So, so then, yeah, uh, I, I see that <sighs> and I and acknowledge that too. Um, do you want cool. Do you want to, on to, okay, great. Um, <laughs> I was like, waiting to jump in. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a it's definitely a mixture of like them trying to find either uh, easily nameable ce- celebrities to fit roles uh, without considering the role itself in mind, because there are a lot of great uh, black voice actors out there. I mean, if you grew up in the '90s, like a lot of great black voice actors voiced some of your favorite characters growing up. You know, from from Goliath to I want to say a couple of the Rugrats. You know, it's just like Samurai exist. Jack. Samurai Jack, Philip Lamar. Like there are a lot of great black voice actors out there. And I think um, especially with, with Big Mouth, looking at that crew, like those are all friends that are that are on that show. So definitely is people hiring people they know for the role without considering the role itself and how considering impactful the role is. Um, I mean, if you look at the Family Guy show with some of the, the voice actors on there, they've all worked together before, and I'm sure in their mind oh, like, I'm not doing like a stereotypical black guy voice, so it'll be fine because I'm voicing him like I would voice like any other character. So definitely is like this kind of like half step of like, cool, I know that voicing a black character is weird, So when I'm, but the pivot is in, so what I'm not going to do is do a traditional black voice as opposed to, as opposed to fully turning around and go, you know what, this is not for me. So they kind of do a half step. They kind of figure out, great, I'll be this black person, but I'm not going to give my voice this like ridiculous uh, twang to it or this extra bit of like what I think black people sound like. So that's one way they're kind of like saying, oh, I didn't go like, I, I, I didn't go all black. I went kind of like me. So I kind of gave myself to the role as, you know, a very popular thing that voice actors say, like I gave myself over to the role. So you have people that are like, oh, I just felt like I was able to identify this character outside of what they look like. Um, which, of course, is, you know, a very great white way of being like, I hear your problems, but um, I'm not fully going to address them, though, which is, you know, really uh, reminiscent of this time and, and era. But, yeah, I think it's just a mixture. Of that I think it's a mixture of people um, hiring their friends and not really reaching out to the amazing black voice actors that exist. And I think it's just a mixture of them like, you know what, it's fine. Like, as long as they're not putting on like a, a voice and it's not disrespectful, it'll fly. And I think on both fronts, they're definitely wrong. Yeah, I can see that. I think we're we're just talking about the same symptom, a different symptom of the same problem we were just talking about with the crew industry, which is just that there isn't enough representation, just period. Um, Because I just, I feel like the friend thing, I, I can picture a world where I would be totally okay with this group of friends coming up with this animated TV show. And they all just voiced these silly characters that they all came up with and like had a great time. And it was well written and well animated and we all love it. Like, I feel like there's, that's, that, that is definitely like plenty of projects that we've watched that are like that, like that exists that we love a lot. Um, so I'm fine with that one. It's just, it's the larger, the larger issue is more representation, please. Like, <laughs> like these are nice gestures that these actresses are doing, but like that, it doesn't actually like really solve a problem. Cause then all it's then 
then people have to feel like they have to shoot in black characters just to have so that they can have more black voice actors in the show. So we have to like force these characters to be black. And I don't know. It's not, I'm not like, that's not the, what any of these things are. You just write the stories you want to write. Just if we were involved in the making of it more, it wouldn't even really make it a problem anymore. Like, like I think like if there's more directors, more writers, more animators, more all all of these things got filled up with more brown people, you probably could still tell all these same stories we're telling today, and it would be way less of a problem because it wouldn't have this overhang of like it's also all white people making this thing. Like, and, and like, and it would be fine. It wouldn't matter anymore. It'd just be art. Like. Y'all want it to be how you want it to be. Actually, just change the industry, and then we'll probably all be good. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. No, I, I see that too, and and that that's just my big worry of like when it comes to corporations trying to do the right thing, but then they do a little too much. You know, they kind of label it like a black thing, like. Uh, like trying to create a representation thing but then it's kind of like enforcing this we have to make it black so then we don't get yelled at you know and then it's almost like okay just choose someone from whatever not even taking the time to kind of study as if they would for like a white person you know and i'm just like if if it was just a pool of just everybody every type of person and then find the best work for the character from that. That's fine. But I just, that is my biggest fear of just being like almost a little oversensitive of the whole thing and then making it an agenda because it, it's not like a, oh, we're doing the right thing. We're doing it so that we don't get flack for it. And and that is kind of like what's happening for some companies, uh, which is perfect segue to my next hot topic about how... <laughs> quote unquote blackface episodes are being yanked out of streaming services. Um, I will say the the first thing like I want to say weeks ago was when Gone with the Wind was yanked off HBO. Um, so I was like, but why? And it was like, because, you know, the, the portrayal of, of slaves and, and Hattie McDonald was mammy and that's just not right. We just we, we just got to take it all off. And I'm just like, I watched this movie in middle school because we read the book. We definitely understood the different levels and slavery. We understood that. We watched the movie, did comparison, whatever. We're children. We got it. So I was like, HBO, why would you take something that's actually a great learning experience for people who don't know, especially people, you know, who aren't from here and they want to learn a little more about American history. I think that's a pretty good little portrait to kind of view on what happened because that's, that's the kind of stuff that went down in the South during that time. And so I think they actually reinstated it. They brought it back to HBO. I don't know if it's back on now with the disclaimer. Yeah, and then they, yeah. they just slapped on a disclaimer with a film historian. And so she's like, you know, she talks about, you know, HBO doesn't like, you know, s- support it or whatever. It's just this is a moment in time. We need to da da da. I'm like, whatever. I That's cool that you did that. Smart. So now we're getting to episodes where um, I'm going to kind of pick on Hulu a bit because Hulu has been doing a lot of yanking in, within a week. Uh, some episodes they felt in the past where they felt like 
either the actor or the character had either they were portraying blackface or they had something dark on their face. And so um, instead of, you know, kind of taking a look at it and understanding the content or even asking a black person, because I don't know if they did that. I can't say they did, but it just feels like they didn't. They just yank it off. And so they made a whole thing of, look, we're making entertainment better by yanking these off for y'all. And people, at least for me, with the Golden Girls in the community, it was like, but why? Like, especially for Golden Girls, it was a whole learning episode of interracial. It was like the one of the best episodes of interracial relationships during that time. Those two were wearing mud masks. They were not... You know, I mean, they did say a little whatever, but I mean, that's it's a comedy show. It wasn't offensive at all to me. And so the fact that they're like, we did it for y'all. We did it. Yeah. Da, da, da. And I'm like, I don't think you understand compared to like Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. They've actually like painted their face black and pretended they were like a black celebrity or someone from history and talking like them. Like, that's not okay. Yeah, that can go for sure if you want. But comparing that, I I think, again, that kind of also falls with what we were saying about representation in media and just having pools of people who are from all walks of life to bring them in on stuff like this. Because it's like someone's just looking and they're like, that's wrong, throw it out, without having the, the conversation of why it's wrong maybe it could be a teaching moment maybe it's just utter trash like why why was this created you know i don't think we're taking that they're not taking the time to discuss that so that it benefits everyone it is it, literally it's benefiting them because they don't want to look bad that's that's how i feel i'm opening the floor i, I, I agree um they uh, Golden Girls, like you said, was not blackface. Uh, they had they, the the entire scene was written as they had mud on their faces because they were doing a face cleanse or whatever. And Betty White makes a joke that this is not nor- how we normally look. We're right. not She's black. Like, we're not. We're not. We're not trying to be offensive. Yeah. And so, and that is that's not blackface. Why are you taking this episode down? Uh, community. Uh, there, he's dressed as a dro. <laughs> Because that's what his character is, and he's stupid, right. and he painted himself black, and surely makes they're playing D and D. It's not blackface. He, right. <laughs> on fact, right. then Shirley episode. makes a joke. Oh yeah, it is the best episode. That's actually why it's I'm salty. It's, right. It is objectively the best episode. I went and anyway. bought it. I was like, no, I need to go buy it on iTunes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to buy it too. So much. Um, and then. Uh, what you call it? They. I hope they're going to bring all these back, but I'll get to that. Um, the. Uh, but yeah. So and then Shirley makes the joke like, uh, "We got to just ignore the hate crime over there. It's not <laughs> bad. Like it's okay. It was a funny scene. Um, there's yes, the cases that are blackface. The people need to apologize, and we can move forward. Tina Fey uh, put in. She put in the personal request for them to take down the Thirty Rock episodes. Um, that's. Thank you, Tina Fey. But like, my ultimate problem here is, like you said, they get to get away with it because if right. these don't come, if these just get pulled off, and we're all gonna forget about this in a month because we're all fucking ADD as as all heck, and so <laughs> um, they so and then they get away with it. 
because we're all going to forget that these things existed because they changed the number from one to 24 to one to 23. Like, and mm-hmm. so then we just, it pretends like it isn't there. Like, no, these things happened into the modern age. This is not from the 50s. They can't act like this was a different time period. Like the disclaimer mm-hmm. says on Gone with the Wind, this was 10 years ago on 30 Rock. That's, mm-hmm. they need to apologize and they can put a disclaimer on the, as NBC, we do not condone these messages in this episode. Like, right. and that's fine. Do that. That honestly will probably help. I think the best case scenario is you leave these episodes up with the disclaimer of how they were wrong. I don't think Community or Betty White needs one, but mm-hmm. um, but the ones that are wrong, you put a disclaimer on, and we and and it sits in history as yes, Tina Fey, you did this. Like, right. and I love you, but like. I really do. Mean Girls is one of my favorite movies of all time. But like Tita Fey, you have done some, you've written some stuff and been around some things that you probably shouldn't have done. And that's, I can accept an apology from you if it's genuine. I really can. Like, even if it's half genuine, I might, because I love Tina Fey. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, just taking them down and having them. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that all these movies and shows, uh, if they have anything that depicts blackface or minstrelsy, you just got to copy the one company that's done it before, and that's Disney. Like, Disney has a whole vault of insensitive movies towards black people. And instead of just being like, great, we're going to wipe them off the face of the planet, they just have a, a, a white man in a sweater vest on a bar stool sitting and explaining to your children kids what you're about to see is not okay what you're about to see is known as menstrualcy where we depict black people in a very disrespectful light and that man sits there talking to you for 10 minutes in his, in his little vest and then the movie begins that's what you just have to do like, just put something in front like- of like hey yeah this is this is not okay i for one don't stand for it nor does the company i work for but here i am explaining to you why it's not wrong enjoy your film I feel like we need one of those for these episodes now because we just said, hey, companies be more like Disney. And it makes me shitter, shiver a little bit. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said it and I knew it was so wrong. As I Geek Force, so we don't actually condone your company being like Disney. But before the backlash even hit, they were like, we're putting someone in front of this immediately to justify us putting on this little this little vault film. Yeah. Yeah, they right, were right. They, you were right. They were ahead of all of this because that was before all this Black Lives Matter stuff started going true, on. True, 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 true. And that's that's my other problem is it is this is happening because people are demanding things, not because you decided one day that you had done something you had done wrong with blackface and this episode needs to come down. No, you were reacting to things. That's another reason why this shouldn't be forgotten because you're still you are still behind the gate. If you were ahead of the game, I'd be more willing to forgive you and for just forget about it. But you're just making a response. No, get out of here right. with it's, all of this. They're treating it like a fad, and and that yeah, that kind of no. ties in with everything as far mm-hmm. as like hiring us. Like, don't hire me because. I'm a black woman, you know, a diversity hire. Hire me because, man, she has a pretty good resume. She's done a lot of good. Th- you know what? Let's have her on board, you know, and just have more of of all that. Like, 
I mean, if I was running a company, I would love to have people of like I would I call it 90s it up because back in the 90s, every show had every person from everything. Like I don't understand why that can't happen instead of except for friends. You know. Friends we don't talk about. Yeah, that one can get deleted. I could erase that one. Can we erase we can pull that, that one? That off. No, I no, no. Like the whole show <laughs> Y'all be careful. Y'all be careful. White folks love friends. Okay? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm White sorry. We're kidding. We love almost we love burned oh, down Netflix it. when Netflix stop said it. we're gonna get rid of friends. So like, no, you're not. For the God, yep. no, you're not, dude. Guess you're still on there, friends. I'm sorry. I don't like friends, and I will confidently say that. So. On HBO. It's also known as Lights and Living Wait, what's that show called? In a different world? It's like it's like in Living Color. No, no, Living Single. Living Single, version of Living Single. Basically, Friends is white and Living Single. No, it isn't basically that. They it has been almost proven that they copy the formula to make I'm friends it is, it is the white version of the living single. <laughs> and i'm gonna start saying that too because that's all i know all i know oh, is living single i've been saying that for a little bit but uh you can join me please do yeah okay uh, i will i will we'll make it popular uh, uh, but uh yeah so again i think yeah i i again we appreciate the gestures we appreciate that people are taking the time to clear yes. things wrong in front of the camera right. but Thank at the same Tina time Fair. please don't do it because you're responding to something do the right thing like just do the right thing um i mean it, you have so many options if you That's are a person joint. I, I was waiting for that. Uh, you have so many options as far as like if you wanted to edit it or slap on a disclaimer. I mean, and then some stuff was taken down because some stuff needed to be taken down for sure. Like I heard that they, I think Hulu took down a lot of episodes. Like I think it took down a whole season of Little Britain. And if you've ever seen Little Britain, they just they're just all over the place. So I mean, that was that was up in the air. I think they were just like watching it and they're like, you know what, just just take the whole season off so i was like <laughs> i mean you gotta do what you gotta do this. right because it, it, it's a messy show it's a very messy show so like that's fine i know with scrubs they took down three episodes that were kind of eh, you know um oh, yeah. the, was it jd that dressed up as turk and then they're like we can't do this and like <gasps> they, they cut it right 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 i remember that i remember I that and then like, what's her name hey, was and they're like no and no. then like, the scene cuts and it goes back to me in the hospital and he's Which, like i learned know, my lesson i i feel like that to me i was like yeah that's kind of okay because he learned he showed and he learned, you know, kind of like how I felt like the office episode of, and I mean, I know you guys are like, wow, you're talking so many episodes. Just look this all up. There's an office episode that they edited. And again, they could have kept it with the whatever, because it kind of goes with the flow of how Dwight thinks, you know, we all know how Dwight is. So it kind of made sense, but they edited so it still works. So I'm like, look, they they knew, you know, but like stuff with like celebrities doing black stuff, like blackface. Just just read your history oh, on what that is. Zach Braff was in blackface twice on this show, actually. I yeah, only yeah, one yeah. Time. They said they took down three episodes, and I was like, they have three. I just remember the one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 30, Thirty Rock had Thirty Rock had three episodes too. Yeah, Thirty um, Rock. I do remember because I remember oh, what's her name, Jenna, was in blackface, and I remember my dad was like. 
oh heck no we're not watching this <laughs> i was like i guess we're not watching this episode um, so yeah i mean there's so many things but again i just really just want some honesty with this transparency that's i think that's all i want I'm just one person in a billion, but that's what I would like to see. But who knows? We'll we'll just keep an eye on all these companies and just watch. We're we're all watching you, Don't I keep guess. Up. A black eye on these companies. <laughs> black eye, always be watching. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't even get into the whole Scarlett Johansson thing. I was gonna do a joke on that, but I'll save that for another time because. There's a joke, but there's a joke about that somewhere. But uh, I think it's time for Marlon's corner. Me. All right. Um, <laughs> it's Marlon's corner time. <laughs> uh, first thing that I'll jump in about is a, a really cool game that Raymond suggested that um, we both been playing, and it's called Divinity Two: Original Sin. Um, it is. This really cool game that uh, I had like the, the the OG version of it back like in oh. the days, real like graphic-y, kind of terrible looking. It felt like a like a not like a Skyrim game, kind of like an like an Elder Scrolls. But um, but playing Divinity Two currently, it's um it's really interesting. Like I spent so much time on the character creation window because they give you so many classes to pick from and mm-hmm. so many cool species to to use, and it's just really dope. But the game itself feels really interesting. The story, I like the use of the cutscenes. It feels like a, like a, like those cutscenes used in The Witcher almost. Um, and I do like yes. spells. I feel like I like it's also turn based, which I was not expecting. Yeah. I thought it'd be more like Path of Exiles, where you kind of just like run up and you start hitting people, and then you start, mm-hmm. start like combat instantly. But the game is a whole like um, RPG turn, like the screen freezes and it goes. And like you like says fight on the big screen and like it like fully happen where you're all at. Um, it's totally D and D, right? It's, but it's like it's like D and D, which is like super dope. Like you mm-hmm. can use stealth checks, persuasion checks, um, with like the dialogue choices, and yeah, just playing the game felt really rad. Like I've never played a what's called like a a polymorpher where you can just turn yourself into things mm-hmm. and also turn your enemies into like chickens which is really cool but it just felt like a really cool fun game and it was just uh, the graphics were dope and if you haven't played it check it out but uh remember like what were your thoughts on the game when we first started playing everything you said plus what finally knocked me over the edge was there was co-op and so i was yes. like i haven't played a co-op rpg in a while so uh, i'm so sorry i buried so, the lead yeah it is a co-op like, rpg game oh yeah no that's fine you gave all the other good things uh, and that's the last one if you didn't if you weren't already sold it's co-op on it so up to four players yeah. uh, you have i have it. that game too we can we yeah. can probably do something yeah. yes. and also ribbon when i went to the menu last night i checked out one of the options one of them says formation and it looks like depending on like how big your party gets, you can assemble everyone to a starting formation to where like they move in a certain area. So you can oh, that's cool. like, so like you can play it with your friend how because you pick up NPCs who fight with you that you meet earlier in the game. And you right. get to, what's really cool is you get to pick what class they are coming into your party. So let's say Rem and I both have individuals that like either do uh, close combat or close quarters magic, we can pick like something that does like range support by just like talking to them beforehand and say, great, like also even if you pick one class, you can change that class again later and say, hey, actually, I think you'd be much better 
for this position or for this role to fully make sure your party is so just well-rounded throughout the gameplay because there's some pretty tough enemies and they have pretty crazy like area of, of effect attacks. Yeah, like, it's just a really fun game. One fight took us a second, but we figured it out eventually. Good times. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the story? When I'm like two hours in, seems like great beginning fantasy. Yeah. And if you ever play Path of Exile, it's very similar to how the game starts, where you're arrested, you're on a boat, the boat crashes, you're on an island, mm-hmm. and you gotta scavenge for yourself. So if you ever played Path of Exile, like you're still playing Path of Exile, which I am. Um, it's a really, it's a very similar game. You're, running, you're like running around the beach fighting these enemies and trying to get some XP and trying to find newer and better armor and uh, get some dope little power-ups on your little skill tree. Also, your skill tree literally is just like three pages and you just kind of like click where you want your uh, bonus to be either strength or dexterity, um, how you want to buff your character's two-handed, one-handed archery, uh, thieves tool, and just kind of pick those out the game. And then, like, do you guys play on PC? It is on PC. And it's also on PS4. Because that's that's how I was playing it. Even though I would recommend playing it on PC, because if you do on PS4, everything's very small. So you kind of have to zoom in like crazy. But, like, Eming, if you're interested, if you get this game, it's pretty cheap. And we can have a little team up in our little (laughs) role-playing if only oh that's that's great so so me and Ray will play on the pc you two will play on on the ps4, PS4. uh <laughs> hopefully one day this game I mean, starts to be cross play i don't know if it is currently but maybe one day that's a good was, question i think it was 20 is it on steam this week because that's why yeah. we got it because yeah. it was like summer oh. so so i'm wondering if you can also play it on the ps4 to the pc or if it's just like i doubt it's it it's console specific <laughs> Which is fine, but that would have been so because I, I know that Destiny now currently is crossplay. Um, oh, they made it finally. Yeah, yeah it's crossplay, which is really wild. Um, which is really it's fun, dope. and you get to see like where everyone is, which is really dope. Um, but wow. yeah, I mean, check that out too. Cool. Yeah, that makes that, me happy. And that game, of course, is called Divinity Two: Original Sins. Sand of Marlin's Corner? Nah, it's it some better more, not. Raymond, how dare you? That was, that was like uh, five minutes. I'm going to plug <laughs> in uh, just a, a, a real cool piece of knowledge to know. If you have like the PlayStation Plus, uh, today is the 20th anniversary of the PlayStation Plus. I'm oh, sorry, the, sorry, it's the 10th anniversary of the PlayStation Plus. Um, and you get three new games, um, a Two of which we're excited for. One of them I don't really know that much about, and that's NBA 2K20. I'm not normally <laughs> a, a sports player on, on on video games, and also I feel it's like cool. more so now that I know that the uh, the sports games always always try to sell you something, so that's why I'm not playing that. The second game <laughs> you get to potentially get is um, a Rise of the Tomb Raider uh, game, which looks super dope. Um, I am definitely excited to play that game. I forgot it even came out, but I've heard good things about it. So I will check that out <laughs> and return to the world as Laura Croft. I played the the old school PS1 version where she looks really interesting. So I'm glad this year they gave her proportional <laughs> body sizes. So nice. that's going to be dope. And <laughs> lastly is a game that definitely confused me. I thought it was an ad for like a Geico commercial as I was scrolling through <laughs> looking for the third game. Because um, literally it's just like three women staring at like a box and i'm like oh it's a guy commercial scroll by but <laughs> the game is known as erica um 
just that, just Erica. And uh, it's a live action game. Um, but the first thing I noticed from this game that popped up to me was that the game is rated M and it's a live action, which means there's got to be some stuff in this game. If it's a rated M game and it's a live action, and then further into the game, you it's like a detective game where you're this woman, Erica, who's just poking her nose in the business that people keep telling her to stay out of. And she's like, nah, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. So you are Miss Adult Adult Nancy Drew, and you're just running through your neighborhood trying to solve some crime, and you get to pick the dialogue, and the person has like multiple endings as well. So it has multiple endings. Uh, and it's, it's a really de- interesting detective game. They didn't show anything that looks scary on the trailer. They just had its scary music. So I don't know if like blood happens or cap- I don't know that much, but if you're interested in trying it out, that's the third game you get for free for the uh, PlayStation Plus July games lineup. So check that out and enjoy those. You earned it because you pay for the subscription to play with people online because it's not free like it should be. But anyway. Um, thank you, Sony. Thank you, Sony. I said begrudgingly. And of course, lastly, <laughs> um, as you remember, Raymond and I played Last of Us Part 2. And we were about to be done for, I think, last week's uh, podcast. We both have officially finished. Um, the game is over. Raymond and I played uh, in our own two, two distinctive styles. And, Ray, do you think we should give our score first? Or should we discuss what we felt about the game and then give our score? Actually, I had a conversation about this uh, the other day. I propose we don't do a score. We rate it on... Uh, a system I'm borrowing slightly from double from double toasted, which is highest is masterpiece. Uh, next highest is uh, uh, like day one buy, uh, like buy it on day one. Like uh, is next highest down. Uh, after that, it's uh, I don't know how to what to call this one. Maybe you can help me name this. But uh, wait a couple months. Uh, like see when it goes on sale. Wait. wait wait for reviews let's call it let's call it that (laughs) wait for reviews so we got masterpiece day one by wait for reviews Uh um and then i guess rental is next uh yeah wait 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 for the summer sale yeah wait for the summer sale because that's what i do yeah so yeah you're right you're right you're right so wait for reviews wait for sale um and then rental, right, and then, yeah. or like share from borrow friends or something like borrow that. I think that's right. That. Borrow friends because we don't really rent games like that. Uh, and then the last one is just trash. Okay, I like that. Okay, I like that. That's interesting. All right, let me see you an example. How would you rate it? All right, <laughs> what's your example? Normally, like, how about you go first? So I can see an example. Oh, how they properly oh use I want to. Them. No, give me a game then. Okay, let's do God of War. I didn't play War. Oh, God okay. of War, the, the newest God of yeah, War. The newest God of War. Oh, okay. I would call that one a day one buy. For me, it was a day one buy. Ooh, okay. I really thought that game was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought the story was really great. The combat was really all the reasons why I enjoy God of War games was in that game, mm-hmm. um, and I was surprised by how they did the how they had the little father-son dynamic with with Kratos mm-hmm. and Atreus. I was surprised that I enjoyed it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. He, I liked the little story they did. So for me, that was a day one buy. I wouldn't call it a masterpiece. I, but okay. You know what? I, I will concur. That game definitely was a day one buy. I agree. 
you don't have to. Like, oh, that's what's good about the system is you can give it a different thing than me. Oh, no, I, I hope absolutely enjoyed it that much. But I wouldn't also wouldn't call it a masterpiece. It just felt like it was a lot of fun, but I wouldn't call it a masterpiece. I definitely wore, like, some glitches when I was playing it that kind of put me at e, like at ends with it. But still, it was a good game. I still would recommend buying it before it went spoiled for you. Last of Us 2. All right. There we go. Um, okay, I'll, I'll go in first. Uh, for me, I would give Last of Us 2 a day one buy, mostly because I really enjoyed the last one a lot. That one, for me, felt like a masterpiece in terms of like um, the story and the gameplay. Like I really liked it a lot. Uh, for this game in particular, what I loved about this game definitely was um, I liked sneaking around. I liked that. I liked the combat. I liked the facial uh, design. That the, like those faces, even when you were like fighting, every face had a very distinct look of like horror, anger, sadness on their faces. It was very cool. Um, I feel like they really upped it in the zombie game because this this year's crop of zombies were just fully scary, fully like palm sweating. So um, the ending definitely for me was a little up in the air. We'll get into that later, but um, I would give it a day one buy. Okay. I, after thinking a lot, and I was reluctant to really comment a lot last week, but I said I was enjoying it where I was. Um, and I said it was going to be hard for this game to like change my opinion drastically. Um, but at this point, I'm at a wait for sale. What? Really? The whole room a went silent, and we all were like, what? Yeah. I elaborate, my friend. I was not expecting okay, that. Let me get my popcorn. I, I want to hear this. Okay, so um, there's two... There's two large problems with this game. Um, the first one is that the pacing is bad. Um, and I, I don't know if you guys remember me talking about it last week, but uh, like I was making suggestions, or I don't know if I made a suggestion on pacing, but I was like, I have a, and there's a lot of suggestions that I would give this game on pacing. I think this game is one of the best examples of how bad pacing can, bad pacing can ruin a story. Um, and so because of that, I think it gives it, the story is so important to the last of us franchise. Like that is the only reason you get through the first game is because mm-hmm. the story is good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of games that re- rely really heavily on story. Uh, I'd argue massive, the entire mass Effect series is one without the story, without the characters, people would not endear that game as much as they do. Um, there's other ones that are like that, the Witcher games and stuff. And so, um, like you can play the gameplay, you could play the gameplay and have a bad story and you would still like probably enjoy the game, but because it's it's endeared as, as highly as it is because of the story last of us 2 is a game that's like that and this because of pacing problems i don't think the story hits very well um because they choose shock value over good storytelling several times in the story i don't think the story hits very well um and so I have to knock it down to a wait for sale because I think there was a lot of good things that they were trying to do that I really liked and saw, but then it really didn't come together how they wanted it to come together. Um, and just like hearing how people have reacted to this game and stuff, it really is the pacing that is the biggest problem. I think if they reorganized a ton of the story, some of the emotional impacts that they wanted to hit hard would actually probably hit harder. Um, and maybe it would still then only bump up to like a like the next one up what did i call it wait for reviews uh wait for reviews yeah yeah, check the check the reviews like if you at that point i think it would be a better game but because Mm -hmm. that story just doesn't deliver how they wanted it to 
I don't. I think wait for it to be on sale, and you'll probably have a good time. Because then you'll be like, I only spent twenty dollars on this game, so it's not that bad. Like, <laughs> uh, I definitely think uh, my area of agreement with you would definitely be about the story. I think um, the ending for me didn't hit hard. I think it definitely ties to your um, critique of the pacing. I also think that the ending definitely was affected because of the game's choice to. Um, I think someone put it online, like the game forced you to to like be in the mindset of someone that you weren't ready to like be in and like make choices that were outside of uh, your choices you had for the other half of the game. So it felt very jarring to like be this individual and like fully lose. That's because they waited of- too long. Yeah. I think like the game had a, had a pacing effect. And I think the ending, like the ending of the first game definitely was hard hitting because you, it kind of, it's a slow build. Like it's a slow linear story that goes to a, like, a, like a boiling point and then it hits like, it, like it hits this huge like crescendo. And I feel like for the first game, you, you, you're, you can see the signs of, the, of where the story is going, but you also feel involved and impacted by the end of it. Whereas in this game, it definitely is this kind of um, bob and weave kind of storyteller where it's like, where you think you're like knowing where it's, where it's what's, what's happening. And then like, oh, this happened. It's like, oh, why? Why that happen? Okay, well then let me adjust. And then the geek game keeps going. And then something else happens. You gotta adjust again. There's just, there's just a lot of adjustments you have to make in the game. And I'm the kind of person that I don't mind a few adjustments, but I can definitely see it being as this is getting like annoying that I had to keep like I'm being put through this really weird storytelling, and I have to like reset my mind and like get into this game again. So I can I can definitely see how that, that'd be annoying by the end of it. Like, hey, this ending one it didn't hit hard, and two. Like this story was so wildly put together, and my brain was not prepared for any of it because all the information I had was so out of order that I had to jigsaw puzzle these pieces back in after watching. The scene. It works for some things. It really, honest, like you can do that sometimes, but the way they they just waited too long to bring in this other character fully into the story, and if they had done that sooner and reorganized some other stuff they could have salvaged some of that game but it's just you're right it's just jarring when you get to that point i had to literally put the controller down and tell myself i'm at a different point of this game this is a different story let me see what they're going to do with this this will be interesting and i and then i was able to pick it back up and keep going but like how many people are trying to do or like try to like pep talk themselves into getting through levels like <laughs> i bought this game to have a good time <laughs> Not, to, to be frustrated at a good story wow Not be frustrated at a bad story last of us too y'all so those are our reviews take them or leave them um but if you played it maybe let us know on our twitter like how you feel about the game or what if you're if you're the kind of person that heard about the reviews first and then bought the game and are just looking to see what it's going to be like. Let us know on that how, how that adventure goes for you. There's, there's more of that. There's more of those people out there of just like they read all the reviews, they thought it was going to be bad, and then they played it, and they're like, "Oh, it's not that bad." Mm-hmm. And like, no, it's it's not. It's not trash. It's not like it's like it really isn't. There's yeah. some of that gameplay is really cool. There's, that game has one of the coolest boss fights I've ever played. Like oh, the most stressful boss fights. Like it was, I enjoyed it a lot as as a gameplay level of a video game. It was really cool, but it, yeah. Anyway, Last of Us Two, good times. Oh my gosh, that's a Marlon and Ray review for Last of Us <laughs> Two, and they're saying that they might not do a third one, from what I'm hearing from uh, Ray involved. But uh, I feel Ray like they are. if they end up doing a third one, they're probably going to be at the drawing board a little bit longer, and they're good. 
I feel bad. Like, I feel like it's kind of how Ritman was saying about the Star Wars trilogy, the new one. It's like, dude, like, if he tries to fully, like, react too hard to this, to this, like, critique, it's going to be a, a completely unrecognizable yeah. move, like, game if he goes too far right. The mm-hmm. same problems that people were complaining about in all the early reviews are not viable arguments. Like, 90, 80% of them are bad arguments yeah. for why this game is, for why I gave this game a less lower review than, than like, uh, like for what I said about it. It is not those problems. There's no problem with uh, Abby as a character. There's no problem with some of the other things that they put you through. The, the first game did a lot of the same stuff. Like, if you have complaints about the first game, about this game and some of the th- decisions it made. The first game did basically the exact same thing. Like, So why is that game a masterpiece? Because the ending worked better? And I think that's honestly just the answer to the question is mm-hmm. because the ending worked better. People are using the this, this Joel argument going around that's like based off of the... Uh, based off of what happened at the beginning of the second arc of the game, forgetting all the rest of the character development of the character, forgetting the entire time skip that happens in between games, you want to tell me that Joel can't make a different decision than he would have made in the first six hours of a video game. Seriously? that's He has right. to make the same decision? He, he didn't change? That's, that's a bad argument. Like, <laughs> so, there's, there's that exists, but some of the stuff people are saying about the ending is kind of fair. So um, mm. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Oh, wow. And there you have it. it. And there you have it. Well, yeah. thank you guys for your review. Um, honestly, if I felt like I was, I was one of those people who wanted to wait for the reviews. But at the same time, waiting for reviews and then hearing you guys i'm so glad i'm probably gonna wait till it's on sale um i, I do want to see if sony's gonna make it like uh how how they are gonna do with like the marvel movie or the marvel game how if you buy it uh in september is a free upgrade for the ps5 so you have two versions i wonder if last of us 2 is gonna do something like that or I don't know. That's because I'm like it's so close to the PS5, and I'm just like I do want to play it on the PS5, but it's all up to Naughty Dog and how they're gonna if they're gonna do anything about that. At this point, they probably should. They made enough money where they don't really have to like worry about that. But um, I think it all it depends on if they do DLC for this game. There is a yeah. There is a potential, and where they ended where they put characters at the end of the game, what they could be doing, they there is a potential DLC they could write and make for this game. Um, that could be interesting, I think. Um, but um, also, after all these reviews, I don't know if they even are going to want to do it. But it's not like they oh. didn't make all the money that they could have made with this game. Like, it still made I a mean, ton of money. So, yeah, like, and there are the, the stats on that. Yeah. They're the top grossing game right now, you know? So it's like, yo, like, yeah. we... Like yo, like people didn't like it. That's 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 unfortunate. But that's also, like, we made bank off of this, so we we could probably make another one. Yeah, I think I can say pretty confidently they're still gonna make a third game. Like, there's no way it's, this. They is the have end. to. They Not did numbers. If they if they didn't do numbers, I would get it. But they made numbers. They made and they numbers. sell like over four million copies. It'd be, uh, yeah, they sold a ton that's of copies. The this, game is, this game is coming out. Like, it, it's, it's we're gonna get <laughs> yeah. it under there. 
And that was like, I think that, that might have been like domestic. Uh, so anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, they made wow, a bunch of money. Domestic. Like, I, they're going to at least do a DLC, and that'll mm-hmm. test the waters. And they might not. They might just go to the, straight to the drawing board and not bother with the DLC. Unless, if they were already working on it, then we'll get one. But if they hadn't started yet and they were waiting on the reviews and stuff, I doubt I they're going to do it. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, I mean, you just play the game over again. I mean, honestly. I mean, they might do a remaster. They might do a remaster uh, version. Maybe. I mean, the, the that's what they did like, with last game. I, I feel like the reason they're going to make another one is because I feel like this film wasn't like finished. Because of how, like, they, like, because of, like, part of the story towards the end, you kind of get a small thread of, like, oh, this is happening in this location, which, of course, is close to where the characters are. So it's like, okay, mm. I can, the way they, they planted this little bit of seed, I feel like they're going to keep going and we're going to see something else happen because of how they chose to write some last bit of uh, dialogue into a character. Mm. Wow! Thank you guys so much. This weekend was over four million copies. Yeah, over four. See, yeah, that's that's bank. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Naughty dog, what are you doing? I will get that game on sale though. I just don't know for which console soon. Um, but yeah. So, any other games? I thought we had another game we wanted to plug. No, yes, no. No, that's all I got no. in my. That's all I got in my corner. Could have sworn you had like two more games, but that's just in my I head. Mentioned all those games uh, during Marlin. I know, but I felt like there was like one more game, or maybe that's just a game in my head. Do you have a game that that that, that you want to plug, Cat? I mean, I did read about Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> the fourth one. I'm pretty hype about it because I'm like, yes, I could play this game with the kids. Um, but uh, Crash. Well, thanks for that. I mean, yo, like if if y'all didn't grow up on Crash Bandicoot, that was that was the jam back in the day. I'm hoping they, of course, bring back the airplane <laughs> missions. Yes. They, of course, bring back the underwater submarine missions, and of course, everyone's favorite, like running at the camera, something behind you is eating up the ground and just gaining on you. And of course, everyone's favorite psychic. The uh, mask guy comes back. Jedi game is not yes. going to be the same. That was a different era. It was. That was a totally different These era of video games. It. It's like, why is this man making this sound? <laughs> why Sonic has uh, never really reached its like heyday again? Because right, he's right, in right, the wrong right. world at this point. Such an eighties game, and it's like no one gets Sonic anymore. We're just going to move on from it. Sorry. Oh gosh! Well, yeah. um, I hope they <laughs> I okay. Wait, I do have video game news because I forgot last week. I was watching a lot of footage of games coming out thanks to IGN having like a summer series on games. I did manage to watch the Marvel, uh, the was it Crystal Dynamics? Crystal Dynamics. Square uh, Enix. Oh, it's Crystal Marvel. Dynamics. Game. Uh, war, war room or something. No, it's war something. War table. This is like well, this is like the Harley Quinn it's movie. Want to be Camelot thing? I don't know. And that business has a war table. It's a Camelot part thing. Four. I didn't think about it's a that. Camelot thing. That's um, exactly. What it is. So you guys, I think I kind of hinted towards you in uh, the text I sent when I was watching it. Uh, I will say. The characters, yeah, it's pretty awesome. You can play any character from Thor to Hulk to Black Widow. Even has Kamala in there, which I was really happy to see because she's like in none of the video games that I've seen so far. So I was like, okay, we have Miss Marvel. Cool. But, I mean, I know we're still in the pre- 
stage where we're not finished so it did some stuff looked kind of weird um it did look like you were just running around smashing things which is fine but thinking about how the original marvel alliance was it was almost marvel alliance had more planned attacks where if you're if you're running with your group of four all up in wherever you were it was like i'm going here you're going there you know we, we clear this room we go to the next one that looked great. This game was like, if Hulk smash, man, your whole screen is just whoosh, with effects. And I'm just like, how's this going to work for like a multiplayer? I don't even know if it is multiplayer, but it, it just you, it was so what? much. You didn't watch so the score table. They talked a whole 20 minutes on yeah. how it's how it's multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I, I wasn't yeah. watching that part. I was watching the, the other part where people were like, yeah, so the story of the game is, and I'm like, really? Um, I will say, um, yeah, the, the effects, I don't know yet, but I, I'm waiting to the finish uh, thing. The story, I don't know what the story, like they talked about it, but I was just like, they're okay. clearly trying to keep a lot of this game secret. I think yeah. it, everything that I cool. saw, everything that I saw looked like this game has incredibly high potential. Uh, it does. Um, like, it does. But I just, I don't know. Something was just thrown off for me, and I was like, "It's because they're I'm hiding just, too I'm much." Just wait. Right. So I'm just gonna wait to the end. But it does look fun. I do want to. Uh, check it out whenever that comes. I don't think I'm going to get it when it first drops because I'm one of those I wait for the reviews type of girl. But um, whenever I do play it, I am definitely going to be Kamala and she was definitely uh, loofing it up in that in all the footage. Just <laughs> I think there was a scene where Hulk was like Hulk smash or she was like uh, she was like Kamala smash and he Hulk was like Hulk smash and I was like that's kind of cute um, with play on words. Um, but yeah, that was that was the Marvel game, and then I watched the Cyberpunk twenty twenty seven seventy seven, and I didn't watch too much, but it, I'm blown, I'm just blown away. I I, I need this game to come out like tomorrow, like I need it now. I need it like that. That's gonna probably be the game of the year. Like, Whenever it comes out, hands down, yeah. Whatever year it comes out, it's the game of the year, hands down. I, I I'm calling it already. Uh, that... <laughs> don't do that. People were doing that about Last of Us too, so don't do that. But, <laughs> but I mean, Last of Us too, yes. But I mean, yeah, you're right, you're right. But I still believe deep in my heart, Cyberpunk two twenty seventy seven. If it comes out this year, it's it's gonna be game of the year. It, ha- it is. It is. You heard it here first. Um, it does. It does look really good. I'm really curious how they're going to balance out the experience of because uh, they keep saying it multiple times that you can like figure out how to de-escalate de- a situation through guns, through like fighting, through talking, through hacking. Like they say all these things where like you can do all these things in all these situations. <laughs> does that mean like every single time through stealth? That's the other one that they say. Like um... so, every single time that can't be possible. Like, so you're just saying that, like, all of these things are possible. Like, I'm still going to have to learn how to shoot a gun as a character. I'm still going to have to, like, even if I just right. go high hack, like, I'm still going to have to do these other things. You guys keep making but, it sound like if I go right. high hack, I will only have, to, I can do all the things in the game through hacking. Like, I don't, I just don't believe that that's, you can make a game I feel that like- 
it just sounds like a D&D situation where there are times where you know you have your skill set and whatever, but I mean, you're not going to always hack your uh, way out. I feel like there's going to be certain abilities that will probably pop up for you. And it's like, well, you can do all this, but we're just going to choose three from them and you can choose three right yeah, now for the situation. Yeah. And you're going to be like, I'm going to yeah. choose this one. It's the lack of multiplayer there at the start that like mm-hmm. is going to probably annoy me a little bit because I'm I'm, gonna, right. I'm just going to keep looking at this game like okay but you're going to give me multiplayer in this game so like <laughs> you just give it to me like just please expedite all of that like why isn't that right. part of the launch I will wait an extra year I think if you can just give me that at launch because I love multiplayer RPGs if they did it at launch again Ray it's going to be game of the year <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> it's, they, it's just they Good. announced an anime with it too. That was cool. Just putting the cherry on top, like beautiful, beautiful uh, anime studio that is making a cyberpunk anime. So it's uh, gonna be gorgeous for behind, sure. Behind and you know the one of the brains behind this is your future self. We we can't we can't forget oh, that yeah. part. Oh, yeah, I bought the source material like immediately. Like it's on the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cyberpunk 2020 book very soon. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, this was not my corner, but that was like a segue of like Cat's box in Marlon's corner. Yeah. Um, Is it a Schrodinger's box? I don't think that works. 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 I don't think Okay, okay, I'm throwing it out. I'm throwing it out. I liked it. It reminded me of Schrodinger's cat. Uh, that's what I heard. The, uh, yeah. so, May I just put soapbox in between? Is it is it her corner or yeah, soapbox would have helped. But um, soapbox. <laughs> soapbox. That would have helped a lot. But uh yeah. Is it a Schrodinger's cat? Do you, do you wanna reset it? Do you wanna reset it? No, let's keep going. Okay. okay, well, thank you guys for coming together and talking about all these wonderful topics that we talked about um shout out to our listeners thank you again for taking the time to listening to our show and sharing it with your friends you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter let us know any questions or or thoughts that you have for us we will we got you um thanks again to the squad thank you ray marlon and amy as always love you guys um You're welcome. Um, and to everyone, uh, you know, stay safe, wear your mask, have wash your hands, but as always, geek on, because that's all you got to do right now. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.